curious how close that is to like on pitch <laughs> you're not amused like at all at all <laughs> we used to be kids now we're not something happened in between this is the broken youth club I'm not going to start talking until your glasses are back on your face. It's very distracting for me. All right. They're just going to be smudgy. Okay. I'll show. That's okay. fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> You're fucking killing me. Do you not have a t-shirt on? Oh, my God. No, it's just the sweatshirt. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That'll be good. There we go. <laughs> what a time. Yeah. How you doing over there? I'm cold. Me too. <laughs> I, I wish you would have let me bring the uh, space heater in here. I looked at that little space heater um, when we were walking over here because it says, you know, what the heat is currently in the space it's blowing in. 57. Cool. Cold. Where did you get those? Uh, Costco. Can we return them? Why? I don't think they're very good. What? Do you think they're working? Dude, that back bedroom feels so good. Well, yeah. When you close the door, I'm just, I I feel feel like, like... I feel like that door has been open. I think they're doing a really good job, actually. Hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, no. Yeah, I just feel like they don't get up to temp. I feel like they're always just below where we set them. I don't know. <laughs> I think I disagree. Okay. That's also, okay. Also, no, we cannot return them. Oh, okay. Because I don't well, want we to. We got well, like four or five of them, right? <laughs> well, one, they were on sale, but also yeah. it's fucking cold. Yeah, we needed the help. Yeah. So the house um, has baseboard heat downstairs and... Um, I feel like my dad like put that thought in my head at one point that like baseboard heaters were really um, like dangerous to use. Like I, I've always heard that too. I I'm mean, just we've... afraid they're going to catch the house on fire. Yeah, and not only that, but they are like insanely expensive to run. Not very efficient. Yeah, and not very efficient. So um, I have them like just shut off at the breaker, but it got down to like you know negative 20 the other day yeah we're battling Um, a cold snap which a lot of the country is yeah well ours ends like tomorrow it's like not going to be in the negatives anymore so thankful for that aren't we expecting another cold front coming i don't feel like i saw one on the 10-day forecast Hmm. uh because i was looking because of um like us being in indiana i was like well what's the weather gonna look like um and it's still gonna be like cold but not as cold as as it is currently Hmm. But my big concern with leaving is last year on Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve of 2022, uh, the rental house that we were living in had a pipe burst downstairs Mm -hmm. and like flooded the fucking basement. Like that house was like, what, what did we find out? It was like 2,400 square feet, but it's like equal, you know, 12 up top, 12 in the bottom the entire basement inches of water because it basically burst in the middle of the night and then we didn't wake up until like 7.30 flooded the whole bit. And it like still, I mean, the fucking ceiling fell in. Like it was nuts, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't super cold Christmas Eve. It was super cold the week before that. Yeah. And then, you know, whenever the pipes fucking thawed or whatever the hell, uh, that's when the pipe burst. And so I was super nervous about the Indiana trip um, right after this cold weather because we weren't going to have anyone stay at the house we were going to take the dog somewhere and i'm like dude what if we come back home and the Damn. whole fucking basement's flooded like that would be an absolute nightmare it would be obviously we have home in- homeowners insurance but like <clears throat> what a nightmare i mean when we lived in the rental house we moved out of that in march and it was still under construction mm-hmm. like it took forever to get it done because there were so many people that that had pipes burst. Yeah. So we're just trying to avoid it. So unfortunately, we do have to cancel the Indiana trip. Um, we're just going to push it to like the spring when it's a little bit easier to travel. Yeah. 
we don't have to worry as much about it. Um, but we are still doing like a staycation. You're still going to take the time off work. Yeah, I still need some time to decompress check out for yeah. a second. Yeah, which is great because it lines up with a trip that Dan and Lindsay were already taking. Um, mm-hmm. So it just is like good timing also to be gone. Yeah. Um, but I'm super excited because I want to get some house projects done. I want to paint. I want to like check off some stuff that we've just been talking about. I mean, we are almost at the one year mark of living here. Mm-hmm. And we've done some stuff, but not as much as I would have hoped. Yeah. Uh, uh, especially think- when it just comes to painting. Like, I just want to paint the house. Well, we just did this you know, theater room out here. We painted all that. I know, but we didn't even finish it. Like, I still need to paint the trim around the windows oh, yeah. uh, that needed sanded. And we, like, stopped right there because we weren't sure how mm. far out we were going to take it. Yeah. So, like, that part isn't no, done. No, I'm... Yeah, we look, started looking at some tile... This weekend for the entryway. Oh my god, which tile is so expensive. I want to throw up. It's like not even a crazy you know, one guy large didn't space. seem to want our business anyway. Which I yeah. hate that. By the way, I'm never one of those people of like <laughs> I don't go into a place actively be like, Do you want my money? You know, I'm not that kind of person, but when people kind of blatantly in your face kind of act, just kind of get out of here. You're not yeah. gonna, you know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I will get out of here. Well, and sometimes I feel like because we like dress the way that we do, yeah. we don't. We were dismissive like, a lot, I think is the term. Yeah. It just feels like people just like assume that because I'm wearing um, a very old sweater that has a hole in it that I like can't afford anything. And so like. Yeah. We were, literally would, like the first thing we were asked, we were like, we're looking for a very specific type of tile. And he's like, well, the only thing we would really have is like this one here, but like that is expensive. So. But like, didn't even tell us how expensive it was. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so what is? Do you gonna like quote me on that? Or he was very dismissive. Every question we asked, it's like, okay, well, what, what can you point us to? And he's like, well, you just want to look anything over here, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we're just gonna leave. Yeah, you know? we were in the store for like legitimately probably 20 minutes already, and nobody had come to like ask us if we needed any help. Um, which I don't like love when a salesperson bombards you right when you walk in but like if i'm clearly looking and there's no one else in here well it's a specialty store too it's not like you're just browsing in lows no yeah it's like you have to order it they don't have anything in stock yeah like so they had like, a it was a very is actually an interesting setup where well, you walk in and there's like a kind of a front desk with a concierge lady yeah <laughs> and then like in the right way and then all of these salespeople, and there was one guy that was sitting at his desk uh, that was a sales guy, didn't have anybody with him. So we go over and we're looking at the tile and we've never been to this store. So I don't know what the fucking deal is. So I walk over, I finally just walk over to the concierge person. I'm like, Hey, um, I'm trying to figure out like some pricing on a couple of these things. And she was like, she's reading a book. So she looks up at me annoyed as if I have like disturbed her during her time of rest and relaxation. And I'm like, and she was like, um, well, yeah, you're gonna have to talk to a salesperson. And I was like, Okay, you want to hook that up for yeah, me? Or? Which which side of the, <laughs> where are they? Yeah. And then he like hears that and he's like, just bring me what you want and I'll let you know what the price is, which I also didn't know was the thing. So then I had to go and like pull, slide the board out, slide yeah. the board out of the fucking <laughs> holder and carry it over there. Yeah. And then he still didn't give me a fucking price on what that stuff no, was. The stuff we were interested in was either like it, it would take like a few weeks to get or uh, it was just too expensive. And I, I, I was almost want to be like, why are you fucking carrying it then, man? Yeah. Who are you selling this to? Like, it was just, it was such an off-putting uh, experience yeah. that like, I don't, I would, I just won't ever go in that store again, <laughs> yeah. which it sucks because we actually will eventually redo all of the flooring mm-hmm. upstairs, which is a couple thousand square feet, which I would assume is like a decent enough amount that somebody would like want to help us with that. But you know, yeah. eh, fuck me. Um, I remember we we got that a lot more when we were younger. Yeah. Like, I remember when we first went to get our first few cars, like, especially like when we were looking at that Jeep lot. Dude, I remember that. It was um one of the car lots in our hometown. And we go and we want to test drive this Jeep Wrangler. And the sales guy was a dude that had been like a substitute teacher yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely knew us, recognized us. We knew him. Uh, and he was like this is really expensive. Like didn't act like he really wanted us to test drive it. Yeah. And then we finally did test drive it, but he like rode with us, which 
I don't know. I think that maybe some car lots are just different than others, yeah. but I feel like the majority of them now that I go <laughs> to, they don't ride with us. Yeah. There's like, it was just like it, it, when I, I, you run into a salesman where they're like actively trying to get you not to buy something. Yeah. It it's was, really weird. It's almost like, yeah, you just feel, makes you feel a certain way. Yeah. I it's do. like, yeah, I want to buy this, but now I'm not going to do it from you. Well, and like, I'm not stupid. Like if I'm going into a fucking flooring company <clears throat> and asking for tile, <laughs> I probably have looked and know how expensive it can be. Yeah. Which is why we are considering like installing it ourselves to try to help with the cost of it. But like, yeah. we know what to expect. So like, don't insult me by like literally not even telling me how much it is. That's I'm annoying. sure like, I don't know. I'm not in sales like that. I, I mean, for a reason, but I don't. I'm sure profiling people to an extent is beneficial in some ways of like that person nine out of 10 times is going to waste my time, you know, but I don't know. But then you at think the about same time, like, like it's fucking rude. <laughs> but then you think about guys like Adam fucking Sandler and it's like Adam Sandler could walk right. into any yeah, store yeah. and buy anything that he wants. Yeah. But if you didn't know he was Adam Sandler and he walked into a store with a baggy, yeah. often a little dirty T-shirt and some basketball shorts, you might think. Yeah. He's going to waste your time. Can but we it's just like, say, right, we didn't look dirty. Like, we're not a dirty looking per people. Well, no, though. but like, I was probably wearing something similar to this. Just a sweatshirt? Yeah. And I mean, I what's have, wrong with I a sweatshirt? Like, I don't get that, though. What's on. wrong with a fucking sweatshirt? You know? I don't know. A lot of people in Coeur d'Alene are, like, very fancy and wear very fancy stuff. And we still dress sometimes like we're in high school. I'm so. not trying to brag or anything, but I wouldn't call this, like, a basic-ass sweatshirt. This has, like, fucking flowers embroidered into the sleeve. Like... I don't think we're... I don't know. I think we had like... And a, even if we did, even if we did, like, why Why is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't know. It just makes me mad. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Especially when it's like... It's a hey. dumb It's a dumb thing to complain about, for sure. I recognize that. <laughs> but it was just like... Well, no, it's just insulting. It's like we have worked really hard and tried to save money specifically for something. So whether it's expensive or not, can you fucking help us? Because we've worked really hard to have the money saved to put flooring in yeah. like it is insulting when somebody's like you look like you can't afford to be here like yeah. well fuck me then yeah i but won't don't worry i won't waste your time also to be fair i did try to i did go over to idaho to try to buy it because their sales tax is a lot cheaper <laughs> i was trying yeah. to save a little money there but uh I've definitely shipped stuff to uh, Idaho a couple times and just picked it up from there. Fuck yeah. Because it saved me a few hundred dollars or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big difference between when six it, and nine percent. Oh, I bought the computer. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was uh, that was an Idaho shipment there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, that happened. When was that? Like Just a couple nights ago. I think it was Friday after work. Yeah, it was Friday after work. That's yeah. right. Um, and then we also, another thing that kind of put a pause on the trip or, I mean, it wasn't like a huge factor, I guess, but it was just like, it was a factor. Um, but for the last like month or so, um, I've noticed that I've been getting this like weird chest pain and it started, I would just get it at night. Um, typically when I would like lay down and it was just this, like, it felt like bruised. It didn't feel like a sharp pain. But it almost literally felt like if I pushed, I, I felt bruisey almost. Yeah, tender. Yeah. Um, and the first few nights that it happened, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, I probably ate something weird or whatever. Had a, like a fizzy drink before I laid down. Um, but then it started happen happening during the day. Um, and then I started having um, these like moments where it felt like my heart rate was like spiking for no reason at all i'd be driving yeah. you to work or i'd be driving to pick you up those were the moments when it really bothered me i would have the kids with me in the car uh and i would feel my heart rate start to like race a bit and then i would almost feel like tingly like in my arms um and it started to freak me out a little bit um and so then i started wearing my apple watch so i could like track it and uh, definitely like when I felt like my heart rate was up, it definitely was. Um, and like the other day I was driving to get you, um, and like my resting heart rate before I left was like 68. And then I started to feel it pick up in the car. Like when I was probably like 15 minutes away from you and I checked it on my watch and my heart was like 98 or something. And then like, by the time I pulled into the office, it was 137. 
and I'm like sitting in the fucking car. We're yeah. not we're not jamming out. We're not like I'm frantically just trying to like take deep breaths and like <laughs> try to lower it. Um, but it felt like it just was happening out of nowhere. And then I had like three nights in a row of like chest pain when I fell asleep and then still chest pain when I woke up. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I felt like I needed to go to the chiropractor, but I'm like, that feels strange. I don't know. And um, I woke up on Wednesday with the chest pain and a really bad headache. And then um, I'm trying to think if you were in the shower or what you were doing. But I got up and um, Ollie came over to me and I was like, Ollie, I can't. I think I'm going to throw up. And then I threw up. And then I went to the internet and it was like, oh, if you have chest pain and you're puking, that's like a red alert for a heart attack. You should go get medical attention immediately. So, um, which I had already been thinking like, dude, this might be bad enough for me to go to the to urgent care. And I, and that says something. I don't like going to the doctor. Mm. I don't, I definitely don't like going to urgent care uh, or the fucking emergency room. And it feels like everyone is sick right now. So I really didn't even want to go into a place where I thought there could be a lot of sick people. Yeah. Um, feels like, I don't know. I was just nervous. Um, <clears throat> but so I told you and I was like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Like I need you to like not go into work right this second because I need to go to urgent care. Uh, we kept Ollie from school. Um, and I had you drop me off. And when I got in there, they were like, hey, you know, and there were like a handful of people in the waiting area. So I thought like, fuck, I'm gonna have to sit here. Yeah. But she asked what was wrong. And I said the chest pain and she like, you know, she's at the computer and she just immediately looked up at me and she was like, what kind of chest pain? And I told her and then I was like, and then I threw up and she was like, okay, stitch, stay right there. She walked over and talked to somebody at like a nursing station, nurse's station, and then came back and she was like, we're gonna get you in right here. So like, then I'm kind of just like sweaty. Yeah. I'm like, why are you acting like you need to look at me right now? Um, and so I get back there and someone comes in and asks me a bunch of questions. And then she's like, okay, well, we're going to do an EKG. Um, it doesn't hurt. You know, you don't have to worry about it, but we're going to do that. And then we're going to just kind of see what happens. Um, yeah. So they do that. And then she comes back and she's like, okay, well, you're not having like an active heart attack. So that's good. Um, she was like, I'm going to do a swab for flu and COVID to make sure you don't just have like, you know, something that could be like hurting your lungs or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. So she does that. We have to wait like 20 minutes for that to come back. Those come back negative. Um, no, before those come back negative though, she you, had, she had done some vitals. You should done some vitals, but you had texted me and you're like, Essentially, like we're still in the waiting phase, but you had you had used the term blood clot. Yeah. So they had done the after we did the EKG, they took my vitals. Um, the NP came in and was talking to me and she was like, I'm going to swab you for these two things. But my concern is essentially I told her whenever I would take a deep breath, I didn't have shortness of breath. But when I would take a deep <clears throat> breath in, I could mimic that. Um, bruised feeling yeah. at like the deepest part of my like inhale or whatever. Mm-hmm. She was like, we're going to do this because maybe it's an infection or whatever. And she's like, but um, that you saying that it hurts at the very top of your breath uh, does make me worry about a blood clot. She's like, but I don't like sending people to the ER. I don't want to send you to the ER. Let's do this nasal swab and see if that comes back. Um, and then we'll go from there. So I'm like, cool, you're going to swab me. I'm going to lay here for 20 minutes thinking about whether or not I have a blood clot. <laughs> and I texted you. And at that point, I started to get like legitimately scared because yeah. I thought at first I was like, okay, cool. No heart attack. Great. Love that. Um, But the fact that she even had like mentioned maybe needing to send me to the ER for a fucking blood clot, um, that sent me into like a not great mental place. Um, so I'm laying there and I'm like, just silently crying, you know, <laughs> waiting for her to come back in. Uh, and I, and I texted my mom and I was like, I don't even know what I should be hopeful for. Like, do I hope that I have the fucking flu or cause I don't feel sick. Yeah, There's nothing else about me that feels sick. Do I hope that I have the flu or do I hope that I don't have the flu? And then that means they can just be the fucking ER. And then do I hope that I have a blood clot and they can fix it? Or like, what do I fucking, what do I yeah. So I just was laying there and well, it's like you had texted me. And so then you'd said that and there were 
so everything was up in the air. And then, so I just wanted to call my mom because my mom is a nurse. She's an RN or um, NP. NP. Yeah. And um, so as soon as she picked up, it's like, that is when it hit me when I was like, oh shit, I think I'm starting to get scared. And I, and then it like hit me as like, I was just like a little boy calling his mom. And I literally said like, I need you to like, I, I think everything's all right, but I need you to tell me everything's going to be all right. Yeah. And then I just walked her, walked her through it. But yeah, like I, I said, like, I'm starting to panic and I need you to calm me down. Yeah. Because I started to get real scared because I'm, I'm one of those people who thankfully is I'm really good at going for the most part, you know, day to day, week to week just feeling like life is life and you know yeah it sucks and whatnot but like the idea of i'm gonna be a (laughs) hundred you're gonna be a hundred everybody's gonna be a hundred everybody's gonna live forever like i i feel like we're very good at trekking ourselves into just like that be like going to bed waking up then going to bed then waking up that becomes so normal to us that yeah the moment that that is like hang on a sec yeah that is so fucking scary when you realize the veil between like how thin it is between life and death. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I progressively think about that shit more and more. Um, I don't know, but when, yeah, when you're faced with a, a real scare, an actual hospital visit, it, um, yeah. Fucking. And yeah, I know we've had other people in the group who've recently had, bigger scares and longer actual stays and um yeah. man sorry i just <laughs> yeah no so um so then i finally get you know she comes back in and she's like hey those tests are negative <clears throat> um she's like i really i really think that i need to send you to the er and i was like and i i did start crying in front of her at that point yeah um and she was like i mean i could I could try to just give you some, you know, some, I think she said like Zofran or something or she's like, but I just really, um, I just really think you need to go to the ER. And I was like, cool. Uh, okay. So she gives me the paperwork. Uh, they walk me out. Um, and then I get in the car with you and pretty sure I started crying at that point, but I'm trying to keep it together because like, I'm not, I don't need to like start fucking sobbing right now. Like, yeah. uh, because also my fucking chest still hurt. Like it had stopped hurting for a bit whenever I was, when I was in there, but when she came back in with the negative test results, she was like, is your chest hurting like at all right now? And I was like, well, yeah, a little bit. I was what, like, what do you mean? I was yeah. like, it's, yeah. I mean, it stopped for a while, but it, it hurts a little right now, but I don't know if I'm just nervous about, Right. What you're going to tell me. And she was like, I just think you need to go to ER. So I'm like, cool. So we go. And um, thankfully, it's like not far. It was like five minutes to get to the one that we went to. Um, Feels like there's a lot of options for uh, hospitals or ERs in our area. So yay, Spokane. (laughs) Um, But so we go and Logan drops me off. And, you know, we have the kids. We don't have anybody that it's a work day. We don't have anybody that can watch the Mm -hmm. kids. So it's like hey you can drop me off but this is the er like the last time i had to go to the er was uh after i gave birth to simon and um i ended up getting some kind of like infection or something well they wouldn't let the kids in yeah because i called to ask if they had like hey do you have any like a temporary daycare room or someone who can yeah a a room where someone can keep an eye on they're like (laughs) no no um no (laughs) so anyway so i walk in and i give them the paperwork and uh, and I'm like crying, but I'm not, I can talk. Right. So, um, yeah. but I give it to them and they're like, okay, well we want to do another EKG. Or we want to have you come in this back room and, uh, do another, like do an EKG. And I said, well, they just did one at urgent care. And they're like, we would like, we're going to do one here too. So I'm like, okay. So I like walk back in this room and this is uh, before they even had me sit. And so then I, it's like when people give you immediate attention, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What are you? What Why are you, you dragging your ass like normal? Yeah, just maybe go sit down for an hour. Stop yeah. it. Um, make me bored. Piss me so, off. That'll make me feel better. <laughs> so they take me back into the room and they do another EKG and they're like, okay, well, you're not having an active heart attack. I'm like, okay, great. 
Um, and so then they sent me out to the waiting room. Uh, and I hadn't sit out there for for very long, maybe less than 10 minutes. Um, but I texted my sister while I was there and was like, hey, I just feel like I should like let you know. Um, and that was when I finally like set because I don't even know if I told you that I was scared in the car. But I told her I texted it and I was like, hey, I'm like scared. Um, and she called me and immediately was like, okay, well, like you're in the best place that you could be and you're not having, like they did the EKG, you're okay. And she just immediately is like trying to distract me, you know, like whatever way she can, she's trying to like call me, distract me. What do you want? Like, let's talk about this thing or whatever, whatever. Or do you want me to call Laura? She has a, a friend of hers is a pediatric surgeon. She's like, do you want me to call her and like kind of talk to her? Because the big concern at this point was, blood clot or I'm on this medication that I've been on for a couple of months um and so it was like is or is it the meds that's making this happen so she's like I can call Laura I can ask her about the meds I can tell her what's going on um and so I sent my sister a text of like the symptoms that I was having um and then got off the phone with her so she could call and then I got called back into the room and um they like immediately put an IV in uh with like just fluids and put you in a gown yeah yeah well yeah they put me in a gown and then they uh put an IV in or no I'm sorry they put me in a gown and then uh they had me give a urine sample and then they did the IV and they gave me some nausea medicine and the IV and I asked if I could have headache medicine uh but he was like well let me just turn the lights down a bit and I was like okay I don't know why they didn't want to give me headache medicine but um whatever because at this point my head was like throbbing um and then uh the guy came in and talked to me the doctor and he was like i really don't he's like i feel like i can pretty much rule out a blood clot like you know all of your other symptoms and like your vitals and uh the way that this other stuff is looking he was like i'm gonna do a chest x-ray um and then you know we'll go from there and i was like okay uh so then they took me uh to do the chest x-ray um and the whole time i'm like in here there's this part of me again and i think it was kind of what my what i mentioned my mom it's like i don't know what to hope for like do i hope that they find something so that it's worth what this is going to fucking cost it better be fucking worth it (laughs) or do i hope that it's nothing and then feel like stupid that i've now like wasted the day and the stress and whatever um And so I went back in the room and then I think it was going to be like, you know, 20 or 30 minutes before they were going to have the x-ray results back. Um, And so I was, I called and talked to my sister um, and then I talked to you for a bit and tried to look at it like, okay, well, if it's nothing, then I've got like a full fucking workup now. So, you know, we won't have to worry about that, I guess. Um, And he comes back and he said that the chest ray looked chest x-ray looked good they did blood work he said all of that came back really great um and he was like i would follow up with your doctor about the medication um he's like but i mean what you're experiencing isn't really like a side effect of that medication that i can find Mm -hmm. um and he was like i think there is a chance that you're just like really dehydrated yeah um well i talked to mom too because um before this, your earlier symptoms were, uh, we had thought pleurisy from a friend, and then my mom over the phone thought the same thing, which is like an inflammation of the lungs. Yeah, like from like a viral infection or right. whatever. So, because you had recently yeah, had something. Um, so, it that was still a consideration, um, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what ruled that out. I would assume the chest X-ray ruled Possib- it out. Yeah, possibly. Um, but anyway, so yeah, he comes back and he's like, "Hey, I think all of it's like I think you're okay." Um, he said it'd be up to you if it is the meds, if it would be worth continuing to take them. But I really think that this is just like you're just really dehydrated. Like you need to be thinking about getting enough water in. Uh, you need to make sure that whatever you're eating is like nourishing your body, all the things. Um, and so then there was just this moment of like. In, like I felt embarrassed. Um, I felt like I had like blown everything out of proportion or something. But like 
I know what I felt. I know what it felt like. Oh yeah, no. Um, and so I think if I wouldn't have gone to urgent care, and it would have continued, I think that uh, I would have found myself there anyway. You know, eventually I would have made myself go because I'm not somebody that experiences no, totally... a lot of like health issues like that. But I think if you're someone who does that all the time, that's a conversation to be had. Where it's like, hey. Let's stop. Like, I haven't even been to the doctor yeah, no. since I had Simon. And Simon will be three in uh, May. Like, uh, we're just not, we're not good at it. It's <clears throat> it's like a thing we need to be focused more on. But like I've said yeah. in another episode, I'm typically one of those people where it's like, I don't even fucking want to know. Like, I don't want to know what's wrong with me. Just like fix it. Yeah. But like, I'm going to, I'm going to let it get real bad before I show up for you to fix it. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't know. It just, um. I do feel better. Uh, so I'm assuming the fluids maybe just like hydrated me up. And then I'm trying to be more intentional with drinking water. Yeah. But like, I also think that just like the stress of, you know, like you kind of being on the verge of a breakdown in November and kind of like the, the stress of not knowing what that was going to look like. And then moving out of that and into the holidays and kind of just feeling like, really stressed about some stuff then and then I got into a fight with my mom uh and so it just felt like I think it was just this mixture of like feeling really stressed and then just dehydrated yeah but it felt like my body was trying to like really fuck me up for a minute there yeah um and then I also went to the chiropractor uh yesterday and she was I haven't been to the chiropractor in uh over a year and she was like, uh, you're really tight. Like she said, it it feels like you have just like compressed yourself. Um, and then she said like one of my legs was like a half of an inch shorter than the other one because my fucking, it was just so like up in my hip. She popped the hell out of my hip. You would have been so excited to hear it. It was disgusting. I love a good pop. Oh my God. It was so gross. Which by the way, I don't know if we've mentioned we've been this, it's relatively new where it's like daily now. Where we pop each other's backs. It's multiple it feels, times a day for you. Feels so good. I, and I, I reset in like 10 or 15 minutes. You can do it again. But yeah, you just a good hug. You're and sure. then you almost Heimlich fist on the back of the spine. And then you just breathe in. And then on the exhale, you just give a good like... Oh, it feels so good. I feel like there's going to be a chiropractor listening that's like, don't do that. Stop, stop, stop. Please stop, don't stop, do stop. that. Yeah. Oh my God. No. <laughs> You know what? I don't care. <laughs> I feel so good. You're going to keep doing it. It's fine. Yeah. It'll happen anyway. That's the thing. Like, I remember my mom saying when I was younger, stop, you're going to do, you know, whatever. I'm like, mom, you don't know. Like when I literally will reach for something out of the cabinet, like my, did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear that? All I had to do was twist my hand a little bit and my whole elbow popped. So I just, I do, it happens anyway. So I'm just, you know. Helping it along. I've already done my fingers just sitting here. Yeah. But. I love the way that Tyler reacts whenever you are. It was. Is it Tyler that would just like when you would pop in the office, just like recoiled? No. It was someone else. Different. (laughs) Someone else. A different coworker. Yeah. I had a nickname. How could I? Yeah. Oh. Um, But yeah. So y'all, it's just been a week. It's been a week over here. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm really spacey because my fucking mouth is barking not gonna lie yeah you and i'm over here doing math of like i can't really take any more painkiller or uh fucking tylenol or whatever yeah but i'm really fearing that it is because i got my what is the shit that you just got me it's just antibiotics yeah i forget what it's called but yeah um been taking that so hopefully here in the next day or two that'll subside but i know it's time for me to go back in and get some more work done i'm so fucking logan the last time logan went into the dentist they were like well i think we need to do like a couple root canals and logan was like a couple i'm trying to be sweet here for you i'm not trying to air your shit all right i don't care logan's got about every fucking tooth needs something yeah i'm gonna have my whole mouth needs replaced essentially it's just crazy in there yeah i have a fantastic looking facade And it feels like it is just like um, kind of like a 
every single time we try to record, we're getting interrupted. <laughs> There's been a couple times where I think I've been able to make a transition and not have to do that little thing you just heard, the mid-show thing. Yeah. But man, yeah, it's been like every week. Well, it's hard because also like to Ollie's credit, the few times that Oliver has come down to interrupt, it is because there's it's like something, yeah. a diaper needs changed or somebody is like Simon woke up hysterically or... crying. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like I, we can't blame Ollie for it, but it is just like every time. <laughs> yeah. it just, it's all right. I mean, like I said, excuse me, really uh, burpy. I made the mistake of uh, yeah. <laughs> chugging yeah. one of the. Yeah, you brought a carbonated, carbonated drink, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. No, this one's this one is flat because it's from um, last. Yeah, no, night. I'm not looking at that. No, it's from upstairs. When I um, I made two mistakes. Uh. <laughs> you asked me real quick to make Simon uh, PB and J, which mm. I did, but you know I have to cut the crust off. Mm. Not gonna waste the yeah. crust. Gotta eat it. So now I've got bread in my teeth. I just talked about being on fire, which and currently in the time that I said that to now. Um, I'm doing a little bit better. So subsided a little. <laughs> Maybe we could. I feel like the antibiotics the should start kicking in soon. I do too. Know? Yeah, because I'm like, um, you're two days almost in. two to yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, and tomorrow you'll be hopefully better. Yep. But hopefully. if not, that's what I was trying to say before recording. If not, within a few days, if it really hasn't, uh, I want to get a an appointment scheduled for. Unfortunately, the staycation is probably the best time to do it. Yeah. And uh, get some more extractions. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. Sorry. It just feels rude when like anything expensive happens after the holidays. It feels like the universe is supposed to just like let us fucking recoup for a second. Yeah. And instead, like right after the holidays, we had the, or it was right before the holidays, we had the fucking shit go on with the car that costs like $1,300 to fix it. And then it still is making the same noise. Yeah. I'm sorry. Infuriating. Yeah. And then we have the holidays. And then right after that, my fucking heart decides that it wants to just like try to fucking punt out of the back of my fucking sternum. So it's like, we haven't gotten the bill for that, but I just don't even want to see it at this point. And then, I canceled the Mm. flights, which obviously we don't get the money back for that because I don't know who the hell out here is paying for fucking refundable flights, but it typically adds like an extra 150 to 200 bucks per fucking ticket to do refundable. Like that is absurd. Yeah. That's absurd. So instead we just have flight credits, but it just feels like I just need everybody to like, stop it. Stop Mm. needing things from us. And we need to also stop needing things that require big bills i know speaking of smaller Whatever. bills though have we mentioned how much we've been liking cracker barrel lately oh <laughs> y'all i can't remember if we said that last time or not but we are in our cracker barrel era <laughs> right now all five of us can go to cracker barrel and yeah. order food mm-hmm. and our ticket is less than 60 bucks yeah. which you can't get that anywhere <clears throat> around here that's like a mcdonald's order now and it's d- literally every time we go to mcdonald's it's at yeah. least 40 bucks and i don't even order food I don't it's even insane. get food. I literally, I feel like an old man when I go through the drive because I complain every time. When when I was in high school, this was ninety nine cents, and now it's like four eighty. Like, are you kidding me, Logan? Your Carl's Junior order today was sixteen dollars. Easy, can easy, and you were the only one that got anything. <laughs> I know sixteen dollars. That's a burger for and one jalapeno fucking, poppers. Yeah, I know. I think. I think the jalapeno poppers add a couple extra bucks there but damn they're worth it, they're worth it. damn yeah where did i go oh. i went to this really cute little um bakery down the street um in the valley it's so cute um they have this giant like windmill out front so mm-hmm. it looks very like reminds me of like um like the dutch like a little dutch country bakery it's very cute like a netherlands style yeah but i went because this morning i was like man i really want a scone and uh so i went and did that and i got um a scone and a couple cinnamon rolls for you guys and a bag of like day old biscuits and my total was like 35 dollars and then it asked me if i wanted to tip and hey listen i love to fucking tip if somebody is like providing like a even if they're like making listen even if i go to a coffee shop and i'm and they're gonna make me a drink 
I'm paying for it. Mm-hmm. I hate that it's going to ask for a tip. But if it does, and I'm at like a local coffee shop, I will put a tip on there because mm-hmm. you're making it for me and giving it to me. These guys, like they were just plucking things out of the, like they were already made. Yeah. Like you're just getting them out of the shelf and putting them in a bag and handing it to me. But it was like, you know, it has like the standard, like fucking 15, 18, 20% or other. Yeah. And I'm just like, it was like an extra $4. That I, I had to tip feel on like it. I can either I can do one of two things. I can either we can either go down this road of like having the tipping conversation that I I've know had there's a part of me that just like doesn't want to because I think or would- I can just say listen I've had this conversation a billion times about where I stand on like tipping culture and I I get like so rooted and like we can go down this alley we can go down this alley yeah. I have very strong opinions about tipping culture. Um, I'm just like so happy to provide or I'm so happy to give a tip if I feel like I am getting like some kind of individual attention from you again like a coffee that you're going to like make me and give to me or obviously if we go somewhere and eat food or whatever but it's also like I also like a lot of places I just want you to tell me how much it is so it's like if you if I'm going to go get a tattoo tattoos are so expensive yeah and then there's this expectation to tip on top of it. But like, dog, you set your prices. Especially, Can you just build sure. in the tip amount yeah. so that I don't have to question We've already, on a $300 tattoo yeah. mm-hmm. if I have to give you an extra almost 100 bucks? Like, mm-hmm. that that sucks. Mm-hmm. I do because I don't want... The last thing I ever want is to not yeah, tip well enough right. and then somebody be like, well, I don't ever want to fucking mess with her again. But it's like, I also just wish you would just tell me how much you want. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those institutions that I, you know... You just kind of have to participate in. So, like, yeah, me, it's like reluctantly uh, a participant. So, yes, I will tip and we tip well. We always do. But I still, there will be situations where I'm like, why? I don't, I hate having to have this mental list of like, okay, what industries am I supposed to tip in? What is the acceptable rate within this industry, rate range? And then some people, that is never even agreed upon as far as like, some people say 20%. Some people are like, oh, how dare you? It's 30%, you know? Yeah. Some people are like, well, I never really go more than 15. And, or some people will say, well, if it's pick, a, you know, there's certain rules, and then it's like by dollar amount, and then you have these weird rules. And it's like, why have we, I, I, I feel like we're going down option one here. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, let's not. But yeah. ultimately, I just want you to tell me how much you want. And I'm not going to argue if you're worth yeah. it or whatever. I can either afford you or I can't. But I hate that, like, I don't like the burden. Overall, knowing. I don't like the fact that the, the burden seems to be both financially and socially yeah p- placed on the customer to support the to, to have the guilt to support the living wage of the people who are give, providing the work versus the employer yeah and i always had a bitterness of like i don't get tipped in the industry that i'm in reg- because the work i do is like i would argue like probably could get tipped i would accept them that'd be cool but I don't. It's pretty standard that you just you don't. You you say this is what it's going to be. You get the shit. I could do that for you for twenty years and never get a tip. Yeah. But you know, some new business comes around who has one of those square readers, flips it around, and it's like because they have the option now. It's going to ask a couple questions. Yeah, you just uh, you can just hit, you can just swipe away. It's like yeah, don't. That's a social pressure. I feel like overall we've just put our on uh, on ourselves that. I don't know. There's a there's definitely a better way around it, in my opinion. I do understand the other arguments of being able to float smaller mom and pops uh, um, uh, businesses by being able to be more favorable within the tax code. I get all that. My point is, hey, we should fucking rewrite the tax code to be more favorable to mom and pops businesses, so that employers have better, you know, uh, incentives, so that we don't have to like socially guilt people into making sure your employees can eat that night. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. have to go all like, the way down, but yeah, it's always or like when I go to subway, like they ask for a tip now at subway and it's like, oh, do they? Yes. And it's like, you guys, this is this. That's the job. That's what feels I'm like a glory. I mean, it's, it's fast food. It's like a glorified McDonald's. That's you in know? the price of what it is. You're paying for the sandwich. I'm already, you're saying this is the, the amount for the thing that I'm getting. How could I otherwise get it if you didn't make it? Do I have to like, if if you weren't here making it as a restaurant, then you don't have a product. Your product includes you making that thing. So if there's no one behind, there's no sandwich artist, I think is what they're called. 
There's no sandwich artist behind the thing. There's no sandwich. So the thing you're selling on the on the board, the price that is with it, includes the making of that thing. That's like me also wanting to tip an assembly worker making, you know, the left side door on a Ford Ranger. Like, no, that's his his wage is included in the manufacturing of the product that is being sold. Yeah. And uh, there's no extra service being performed here. Yeah. But again, I, I want people to I want people to make enough money. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Pay I want, that person I just a living wage. I want to know wage. exactly how much I have to pay you. Pay that person a living wage and then ask the government for more incentives for employers. Don't ask the public. That's that's my stance yeah. basically, but Yeah. It's funny <laughs> when we were in the little interim there, uh Sorry, I'm getting we were, a little hot. I don't know if I was screaming into the mic there. I might have to adjust that a little bit. Sorry, if it, was I talking too loud? I get a little heated when I talk yeah, about that shit. No, I think you were fine. Um, but we were watching, Oliver's watching The Simpsons right now. And when we went up to, you know, calm Simon and get the sandwich and all that, um, it was an episode where they're talking about uh, like how there's just not like, Jo- there's not jobs like Homer's job available anymore. Oh, yeah, anymore. Oliver's. This is my favorite part, I think, in the whole series. And it was a, um, yeah, it was a musical montage of just yeah the the shrinking middle class essentially yeah but it was funny because i took oliver we have our first dance happening Mm -hmm. and originally Mm -hmm. ollie was not gonna be able to go because we're gonna be in indiana but now oliver can go um and it's this friday so um i took ollie today to get an outfit and i haven't gone to old navy in forever i don't know why it's just like it's not in the mall it's like separate um, in like a strip by the mall and we just never go over there. But I was like, I'm going to go Old Navy because I remember my sister telling me that they had some like really great stuff recently. Um, so we'll pop in there. I figured maybe it would be a little cheaper because Ollie right now, like when we go to the mall, Ollie's looking in like vans mm-hmm. or like fucking zoomies and it's like a hundred bucks for a pair of fucking pants. Like, dude, no. So I'm like, maybe I could get like a, just a cheaper outfit because I don't know how often Ollie will wear whatever they want to choose for the dance. Um, so we go and like, there were a ton of signs for like 50% off or 30% off of this or whatever, whatever, whatever. And Ollie ended up getting a pair of pants and maybe like three shirts and a flannel and a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. But my total was still like 200 bucks. I'm like, damn, dude, like that fucking yeah. sucks. And um, and then we went to Barnes and Noble because Ollie's been wanting to read this new anime series because they don't want to finish My Hero Academia until the next season of My Hero Academia comes out, and then Ollie will finish the rest of the books. Right. But wanted to get a different one, and so we go, and Ollie was like, "Oh, I want to try this one," and so we got the first two books of that because Ollie flies through those anime books mm-hmm. like the. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was this other book that Ollie thought sounded really good. And the sign said, buy one, get one half off. And it was like, buy one of these books, get half off of like another book in the store. So then I found a book, uh, and we go up and we pay for them. And I don't remember how much it was, maybe fucking, I don't know, 60 bucks, something like that. We go to the car and I'm like, they did not give me 50% off of my book, but it wasn't worth going back in for because that is like my worst nightmare. And it was really busy and there was one person in there. But anyway, I say all that to say we were driving home and Oliver literally commented on how expensive everything was. It was like, how am I going to afford anything? Because Ollie recognizes that like it is worse for us now than it was for us when we were kids and we wanted to go buy stuff with our allowance or whatever. And now it's like, Ollie literally is looking at it like, how expensive are things going to be when I'm an adult? Buddy. And it's like, one, (laughs) devastating that that's even in Ollie's mind. And like, partly we are to blame for that because I think we do try to stress to Oliver how expensive things are, but we don't do it on an aspect of like, Hey, we're fucking worried that we can't pay our bills because no, it's just like a, we, I'm, I want, it's the opposite of like, I don't want you to, not understand yeah like that you have a ps5 well you know, oliver I mean, doesn't have their own PS5, no 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 yeah like, the family does yeah whatever yeah. but like as a kid you have access to a ps5 yeah you have access to things that like ollie got one of the MetaQuest things for yeah i need Christmas. you to under also understand that you know you're doing all right 
This mm-hmm. is this is uh, this is pretty cool. I think the type of life that you're able to live every day, but also uh, just keep perspective. I think is what I'm the word I was looking yeah. for. Keep perspective. Well, I mean, I have. It's been okay getting... to have nice things and like and enjoy them, but it's not okay to just make that your norm and then everything below that is somehow I don't know shit and and a disappointment. I don't I don't want to set our kid up for extreme disappointment and failure more more than anything well and also like we've been telling oliver a lot like about leaving all the lights on in their room or like getting the door shut all the way like ollie gets so excited to come in and get to doing whatever they want to do that they'll like Mm -hmm. literally just not make sure the door latches so then the door and i'm like hey it is negative degrees outside heater's going Mm -hmm. can we shut the door like can you just make sure you do that and i do stress in that that it's like Hey, the electric bill is real fucking high right yeah. now. So, like, let's do what we can to not make that worse. Um, but I did think it was just like a bummer. And I think yeah. Ollie, even watching that Simpsons episode, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a cartoony way to like, also teach Oliver mm-hmm. a bit about what it's like to like be a fucking adult and pay for shit and have jobs right now. But it is this thing of like, but what a fucking bummer. That it, it genuinely is on Ollie's mind of like, what the fuck can I do? Yeah. Well, I think we just need to obviously be paying attention um, in the right ways because I think I mentioned this a handful of episodes ago, but that was when I started stressing. This is probably around Oliver's age of like, oh, someday I need to provide for myself. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to have to have a job and what does that look like? And like, does that mean call it? You know, that yeah. that definitely kicked in all his age, maybe even a little before that. Um, but that is why I, I do stress to Oliver when anything comes up like that. I said it tonight. Yeah, that's, that's why I am g- going to be on you more moving forward about finding something you enjoy and dedicating yourself to that. So if you're into writing, I want to see yourself throwing I want to see you throwing yourself into learning more about your favorite authors, reading the books you like when you are just reading and like diving into that, that's great. That's that's, you know, that's your 10,000 hours in my opinion. Find if 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 you find something you enjoy, go for it and be good at it and in my opinion, and I know we've expressed this a lot with all of our kids, I feel like these early years are going to be figuring out what those things are. But then eventually, soon, it's going to be, okay, well, let's take some of those and let's start molding those into something. That way, by the time you hit the age of like, all right, now I'm going to go out into this world, you're not on square one yeah you can at least be on square 10 or 15 you know what i mean yeah and um and so yeah that's why i want to make sure that over especially with oliver hitting double digits over these next you know three to five years i want to make sure we um explore and hone in on some disciplines of some kind whether that's yeah writing or a physical sport or skill or music of some kind, whatever it is. I, I don't want to be the pushy parent that's like, no, you're, you know, I was all state fucking champ and you're going to be track all state champ too. You know, yeah. I'm not going to be that dad. It, I've all, I said this before we had kids. <clears throat> I don't care what it is. I just want to make sure that our kid has the best they can be at it. So if like, if it's chess, I want to be going to a chess competition where I know in the room I'm confident that I can stand up and you know you're going to win a medal and you we can cheer for you and you've put yourself into you you've you put yourself into a mindset of saying like yeah whatever it is I'm going to be the best at what this is yeah. you know and really enjoy what I do so yeah we'll see yeah what that's going to be but right now it does appear to be you know writing and reading Listening to audiobooks, maybe like world building, something in that space. Yeah. Creative space. Yeah. For Oliver. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, before we wrap up, I want to take a couple of minutes to talk about um, the way that it kind of feels like this show, like the last like 
month or so, it feels like we've kind of shifted out of what we were kind of originally starting the show for. Um, I think that, I mean, really, if I'm being honest, it's probably been the last like six weeks or so. Um, It feels like we got in this place again, like kind of started when you were, it started like mid-November-ish where it felt like um, you were really stressed at work. There was a lot going on with us like personally Um, And then we moved into the holidays and we didn't want to like, we realized that the holidays can be kind of a hard time for people. And so we didn't want to um, exacerbate that, you know, so we like strayed away from reading stories or really sharing stuff that was like, that were like heavy moments for us because we just were trying to like have like a cheerier holiday spirit. Um, And then it feels like since then we've just kind of been like, trying to catch our breath but um we do recognize that like we haven't been quite as present as we were in the beginning and we don't want that to continue anymore um so first off i absolutely want to like apologize for the part that i've played in that um when we first started i was super involved in the groups and i was super on top of the emails and i was just like really 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 on it And then it felt like things just started to get kind of heavy and I'm trying to figure out how to like have my place in that, but also feeling like a little bit of that. uh, I don't know if it's like imposter syndrome, but it was like I would have these moments, even though people would be like sending me messages and they were so sweet. It was like I had this moment of like, it doesn't matter if I like jump into this conversation or not, you know, like my voice in this doesn't matter or my opinion in this doesn't doesn't hold weight and so I feel like I kind of backed off from a lot of stuff Um, and that doesn't feel good and I don't want to do that I don't want people to feel like I'm not seeing the things that are being posted um, in the Facebook group or uh, that I'm not getting back to people as quickly um, and like messages or the emails or anything like that so Logan and I come up with um, a handful of things that we're going to kind of like definitely take some time over the staycation period and really like dive into okay let's like make a schedule let's come up with these ideas so that we can get people in the group to be really engaged and feel like they have voices in this too because this you know we did this for us to have time to sit down and talk to each other but it very quickly became a thing where we have you know like a very tight core base of listeners that um have really just continued to support us through and we don't want people to feel like uh your voices don't matter because they do so Um, I am going to get back on top of the email stuff. Um, Logan, I have a handful of ideas for like prompts that we want to put in the Facebook group Mm -hmm. and have people respond and, and share in there so that we can get back into like the table talks, which I loved Mm -hmm. doing the lunch table talks. And we have not done one of those in forever. Um, but then also even just like a, 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 this isn't our full-time job. But it is it is something that needs to be treated more like a like a job than what we've been treating it. Um, and that's on us. So uh, we're really sorry if anybody has felt like we haven't been following up with the show in the way that we started it with. Uh, but moving forward, we are going to work on getting back on track with that. So um, if you're not in the Facebook group, I would highly, highly, highly recommend it and would love to see you in there because we are going to be having uh, more posts in there from us that we would like for people to comment on. Um, and then we also are talking about ways that we could like get people's voices and stories on the show, even in different formats than like us just reading your email. So if that is sending in like a voice memo to us and then we play it so you can tell your story and then we can react to it and talk about it on the show um, well, I think that's where we like with the hotline too, that was an area that, well, we could pull from that if we wanted to. So I think it's also, um, yeah. What do you, what do you guys want to hear more of on this to make it feel more engaging? And, um, it's not just, you're listening to two farts talk about their week and like, that's it. Yeah. You know, we want to, I, I do like the engagement and I like, uh, when there are stories that I can follow up on in the group and know that like this is just a hub that is like nice to be within and feels good yeah. um, 
that you know people everyone in there it is a yeah for lack of better terms it's a safe space it's not another just another fucking group that's full of fucking dumbass memes and triggering savage edgy yeah bullshit you know this it's a it's a true place where people like humans can come and be like hey guys like it's it's wild out there and, yeah and everybody else can be like i know right yeah just sit down have a coffee you know <laughs> like, right that's, that's the kind of vibe i want and i feel like everybody who's been participating in it so far has been running with that and yeah, yeah i just want more of that yeah. So I think for us, you know, like we started and we really hit the ground running. We were super excited about it. And then it was just like, uh, the holidays are just a hectic part of the year. And I think this was our first real taste of like trying to do something outside of Logan's regular job. But Logan's regular job was also incredibly hectic at the end of the year. And it would just became this thing of like, you know, we weren't figuring out what we were going to talk about until right before we got down here. So there was no time for me to like, read through emails or there was no time for us to put something on the Facebook group and try to get, you know, answers on that or, um, or even like the, you know, the people that are, uh, part of the honors club. It was like, y'all were, y'all were getting questions, you know, 72 hours out of like, Hey, which day works best for you? And it's like, well, that's not fair. Like we need to give people more time to respond and engage in that. So, um, so yeah, if, if you have been feeling any type of letdown or like, you were sold something and it's kind of fallen off the last little bit. We do super apologize for that and, uh, and recognize that it's not, uh, we're not giving what we want to give to it. And we have, um, lots of like fun ideas that we're going to really kind of hammer out, uh, over the staycation when Logan's got the time to like really have his head here. Um, and I have help with the kids so I can also put my head here and, uh, and yeah, because I don't know, there's just been this, I feel like um, in my being more removed from the group, which is so strange for me to even do that because I literally see all of it. I didn't even know you I were re- actively like feeling like you couldn't participate. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's like that. I just, I got to this place of like, I'm reading it, I'm seeing it, I'll react to it maybe, but like. I'll just think like, well, I don't have anything that I felt like I just started second guessing anything that I would say to it, Mm. Um, which I don't want to be. I want to feel like I can be like really authentic and really vulnerable. And and even if the best I can give is a my gosh, like I am so fucking sorry that you're having a hard time or that you had this big health scare or whatever. But like we see you, we we care because I do. I like. I aggressively have always seen you guys and I do care. And I feel like I stepped out of the space of showing that. Mm. And that makes me feel really bad Um, because there was no reason outside of just feeling like I got overwhelmed with the change of going from not having anything to all of a sudden having people that do know me outside of, being Logan Keith's wife as part of the bad magic team. Um, and like, I don't, I don't know. I just, uh, the kids are screaming, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but yeah, I feel like I just kind of immediately got really overwhelmed. Uh, and then I started to just second guess whether or not I even had anything like Mm. important or worthwhile to contribute, which is that voice that I've always had in my head Mm. of like, what I have to say doesn't matter uh, or it's stupid or whatever. And I don't want to continue to lean into that. So, um, so yeah, Uh, next episode, we will definitely be reading um, an email. And then uh, when Logan has that staycation, which will be from the 18th to the 26th, um, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff in the group. So again, if you're not in there, please hop in. It's just the broken youth club on Facebook. Um, If you have an email that you would like to send in, I will be super on top of those, especially during that uh, staycation time. And then after that, like once I can get all caught up um, at that point, then I'll be back in there regularly. 
um, to keep those cleared out. Uh, that is just my life at brokenyouthclub.com. Um, if you have a story you want to tell over the phone, we have the phone number that Logan will have um, on the video. And yeah, I just, I just want you guys to know we see you, we hear you. Um, we care a lot. We're so happy that you're here. And uh, just a big apology from me, uh, very I think, specifically. <laughs> I think it's okay. I don't think I think a lot of people uh, are gonna say. I don't know why you're apologizing. You don't. I really just need feel. To, yeah. I just feel it. I feel like yeah. I have been like removing myself from a space that I felt like all of a sudden I didn't actually really like. I don't want to say I didn't deserve to be in it, but it felt like I am not important in this. Even though I'm a fucking co-host yeah. of the show. But, <laughs> but that's how it felt. It was like, I need to just, like, it doesn't, I ultimately just started feeling like it doesn't matter. Like, nobody fucking cares. Yeah. But I know that people care. So I just, eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, we care. We love you. We're so happy you're here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the kids are screaming. So, okay. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Bye.